you are waiting on a call or calling from God to be a missionary, it might be a while. But what is a calling? Do you feel a calling? Do you receive a calling? If you look closely at how God speaks directly to individuals in the Bible, you'll be surprised. When God spoke, He made it very clear what He wanted. In fact, God usually spoke to people directly through an audible voice. He also sent angels that announced who they were. The angels called the individual by name, and then they gave direction directly from God the Father. Angels are God's messengers speaking in audible voices. Most visions and dreams were powerful, and normally an angel appeared in the vision or dream, speaking directly to the individual. Even in visions and dreams, it was made very clear what God wanted. It was also usually very specific and was to bring about God's overall plan for humanity. God was getting things done. He was not necessarily concerned about the individual he used to bring about his plan. In the case of Paul in Macedonia, we need to be very careful not to attribute a call in this situation. Acts chapter 16, verses 6 through 10. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bethania, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man in Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. After Paul had seen the vision, they got ready at once to travel to Macedonia, concluding that God had called them to preach the gospel there. Apparently, there was no direct word from an angel or Jesus or an audible voice from God in the vision. They had already been preaching as it was commanded by Christ. They were being guided where to preach after they already obeyed by going. The Holy Spirit kept them from preaching the word in one place, and the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them into another. Guidance came after they obeyed the mandate of Christ to go. Guidance comes after you go, not before. Here's the important part. Because they already knew they were commanded to go everywhere into all the world, the vision was specific guidance. Had the vision been a calling from God to be missionaries, they would not have had to conclude that they needed to go specifically into Macedonia. They already knew that it was the will of God for the gospel to be preached everywhere in the world. They did not have to conclude that part. 
it seemed to be the specific will of God for them to go into Macedonia during the task of going into all the world. They could have gone anywhere the gospel had not been preached, and doing so would have been fulfilling the overall general command to all Christians to do the Great Commission. It would be good to read the entire 16th chapter of Acts. They had already entered different places, and the doors were closed to them. The word concluding is the key here. In the original language, it means to seek, endeavor, and inquire after God. They wanted to know if God was telling them to go somewhere specific, somewhere in particular. God makes himself very clear that you are to go through Christ's command. You will not doubt if God has spoken to you when he talks directly to you. You will not have to conclude. When you hear an audible voice from God, you will not doubt. There will not be any reason to conclude. If he speaks to you, it will be to guide you specifically. Here's the catch. He will not specifically guide you when you are waiting around on a calling. You are supposed to already know that you're called. The general overall call or commission has already been given to you. If God were to give you a vision to tell you to go to India, how would he do it? Do you know that there are unreached people groups in India? I'm sure you do. Do you know that it is God's will that someone goes to these unreached groups and makes disciples among them? Of course you do. Do you need an angel or an audible voice or any major confirmation or a calling to know that all Christians everywhere should do something about the unreached people groups in India? If you already decided to go as a missionary somewhere, you might possibly get a vision of Bihar, which is a state in India. That would be specific guidance. But specific guidance will only come because you have already decided to go somewhere in India. I was talking to a young man who wanted to go to India as a missionary. I asked him how he came about choosing India. He told me he didn't know, but he knew that there was much need there. We started to look over a list of unreached people groups, and he picked about 15 people groups where he already had planned to arrive. He will go to India and start to travel among these remote unreached people groups. Eventually, a door will open and he will go inside. As he is going, God might give him specific guidance if it's needed at all. This young man doesn't need a call or a calling. He knows that someone needs to go out of obedience to Christ and to help fulfill the global plan of God by bringing the message to all ethnos, thus ushering in Christ's return and the end. There are times in history when God needs to make it very clear about what He wants to do in order to fulfill His global divine plan. 
many people who read about these experiences in the Bible mistake them for calling. God is making sure that events will happen in the way He needs them to in order to bring about His plans. But in all other cases, we already know what needs to be done. If we have a dream or a vision, we too will have to conclude, just like Paul did, if it is really specific guidance or not. Had God spoken directly to Paul in an audible voice or through an angel, there would have been no need to inquire or seek him for further confirmation. There would have been no need to conclude anything. Furthermore, had they not been obeying the overall general command and teaching of Christ to go into all the ethnos, they would have not received specific guidance in a vision. Guidance is for people who already are going or who have already made up their minds that they will go. Here's another way of looking at missionary calling. A missionary calling is simply a deep conviction to obey the written word of God when one actually acts upon that conviction. I'll say that again. A missionary calling is simply a deep conviction to obey the written word of God when one actually acts upon that conviction. If you don't actually act upon it, the conviction wasn't deep enough. Many people believe the word of God, but not enough to act upon it. Their level of conviction is not enough to move them to action. This is one definition of conviction. A strong persuasion or belief. Do you really believe Jesus? If you did, you would do something about it. The erroneous missionary model of receiving a calling has hindered millions of people from simply being obedient to the Word of God. What does all this mean to you? Do you need to receive a calling from God to be a missionary? You already have one. Consider yourself called. The call is the command written down by the New Testament authors for you to read or hear, respond to, and obey. Once you believe this fact and get on your way, God will then divinely direct you exactly where you need to go, if He needs to. He may or may not divinely direct you with visions and appearances by angels. He may just close doors. Go out of obedience and a conviction to do what is right. It is the right and moral thing to do to take the only message of salvation to the people of Bihar. You may never have any miraculous experiences. You will just be obeying the written word of God. Once you have information about remote unreached people groups, you may not need any further guidance or direction. Paul was simply going with the command from Jesus and the Holy Spirit prevented them from entering into certain places. They kept going until finally a door opened. 
they were already being obedient to the Great Commission and later were guided specifically. It doesn't mean that this is going to happen to every missionary, nor is it any proof that you have a specific calling as an individual to be a missionary. The command of Christ is confirmation enough. You are officially obligated to obey the command once you have read it. It is up to you to open your eyes and look for the ripe harvest fields. God wants you to open your eyes and use your brain for that part. It is His part to give you a strong desire to do something, typically requiring determination and hard work. He will ask you to exert great effort to achieve or obtain something through Christ who is in you. Had God not wanted Paul or his disciples to go to Macedonia, he could have closed the door somehow. Obedience with forward-moving action gets you further guidance if it is needed. You may know that it is happening and you may not. It takes faith to go and then God guides. He will never guide you if you are sitting in a chair waiting on the missionary call. Read the Bible, then choose a remote unreached people group and go. Open your eyes, look to see where the harvest is. Going is simply the obeying part. John chapter 4 verse 35 do you not say four more months and then the harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Jesus is telling you to pay attention and investigate for yourself where the harvest field is. Don't just say there isn't any harvest. Saying that there isn't any harvest is convincing yourself that you can stay static. You cannot steer a parked car. If you are staying put, don't expect God to call you or send an angel or a vision telling you to go to the mission field. Going is the purpose of Christianity. A well-known missiologist once called this being a world Christian. Once you make the decision and are moving forward, then he may direct you specifically to China or to India or to Bihar through circumstances. If you are fortunate, he will tell you directly through a vision or dream or better yet, a personal visitation with an audible voice. It can happen. But it will never happen to you if in your heart you have not even made the decision to obey the command of Christ to go. Jesus was already resurrected when he gave the command to go. He may have waited until then so that they would take him more seriously. You need to believe the resurrected Christ and take him seriously. You will think of a better reason not to obey if you already have determined to never leave your hometown, family, friends, or church. Once you decide to go and are moving forward with action, God might not care really which place you go to. 
Both India and China are vast harvest fields where very few missionaries are going into remote unreached people groups. His heart is definitely in India and in China. There are two of the most unreached countries in the world. These two countries alone have more than 2,000 remote unreached people groups. There are some individuals who have a power encounter with God where he calls them to do something specific about the mission field. You could look at a missionary calling as the specific part of going once you have made the decision to go. These powerful encounters are similar to the ones in the Bible and include audible voices, visitations by angels. On occasion you will hear about them. And then there's the rest of us, the regular everyday Christians who simply go because Jesus Christ told us to.